Welcome to the Church Split Reviews, where Christian reviews movies, TV shows, video games, or whatever it is that is sucking my soul to watch. Today we're talking about The Last of Us, Episode 3. Um, don't watch it. Save yourself an hour and 20 minutes of pain. Maybe watch the first 10 minutes and the last, like, five if you're going to watch anything. But trust me, don't worry about it. Don't watch it. It's not worth it. So, anyhow, thank you for watching. Take care. And God bless. Okay, is everyone gone? Are the advertisers gone? Can I talk now? I want to make sure we're good. All right, because actually I do have words to say that need to be said about this. So let's get rolling. All right, so The Last of Us Episode 3 just dropped, and I've gotten a few messages and stuff, people wondering if we're gonna, I was going to review this episode. I was, and I am, obviously. Um, I was just gone for my anniversary, and then my body thought it would be really cool to get a kidney stone. No, I am not kidding. Although, I'm beginning to now wonder if the kidney stone was caused by watching this episode. Anyhow, I'm going to try to keep my reviews shorter. I do know that's been an issue. I like to ramble about things. So I'm going to try to keep this short, sweet, and simple. If you're familiar with the game, they run into a character named Bill. And I knew that Bill would be the character that is here next. But you might also notice, those of you who are not fans of the game or ever played the game, that... This is where the show deviated. Remember when I said the show at the beginning was a P, a perseverance of the saints? We'll see if it continues to be faithful to the source material. Remember I said that? This is why I said that, because I just knew it. I just knew that they would never be able to stay fully true to it. I, you know, it's bad and I was okay with them shifting the entire casting essentially for Sarah. I was able to deal with that. Getting rid of the spores, I was okay to get rid of that. I, like, okay, we can change some things. That's fine as long as we keep the core story, which is literally Joel and Ellie at the forefront and do this well and and give the pay the proper respects to these characters that they deserve. And I was also really excited to see basically Ron Swanson play Ron Swanson the Apocalypse. Because in the video game, let me tell you guys something about the video game, okay? The real story, the story that actually takes place. Uh, they On their way to meet this guy, because the fireflies were killed when Tess dies, on their way to um, get to the next firefly location, which is basically that to go to his brother Tommy's, which is way out west, so they need a vehicle. So Joel goes, all right, we need to go see this guy named Bill. Now, Ellie, don't say to him much. He means well. He's a good guy, but he's just he's got... He's intense. And so then they go to this one area. He gets caught up into uh, one of Bill's traps. So he's hanging upside down by this rope. And then the infected come and he has to like shoot him off. Joel is hanging upside down, shooting him off. And Ellie has to try to save his life by cutting him down. They get out. They go find Bill. And Bill is, of course, a real jerk. I mean, this guy, the, <laughs> he's horrible. And he basically is telling Joel, like, what are you doing? I don't want to help you. And Joel's like, you have to help me. You owe me. But they never explained why he owes him a favor, but whatever. And then they're like, okay, well, he's like, there's this, we have cars, but we need a battery. That's the issue is that there's no batteries that have lasted this long, which is a very decent case to make after 20 years of an apocalypse. And then um, Bill and Ellie, they basically banter the entire time. They like hate each other um, and Ellie can hardly stand him. And uh, then Bill keeps telling Joel, basically, what are you doing looking out for this girl? You shouldn't be trying to help this girl because, you know, caring about people only gets you killed. And uh, he mentions that he had a partner that died or disappeared or something happened. And um, 
and so cared about people gets you killed. So you should just be cold hearted. And that was kind of the point of his character. The point of his character, Bill, was to show Joel what his future was. Like, if you keep going down this path, this is your future, Bill. Cold, alone, grumpy, and just a miserable human being. But anyway, they go through some infected. They get to this place to find the uh, to find the battery. And long story short, after they fight off some infected, they find that Frank, this guy, this partner of of um, this partner of Bill's. Uh, was the one who took the battery and basically stole it. Well, then you get into this building and they find Frank hanging from a ceiling fan and apparently he was infected and then killed himself so he wouldn't turn. Then there's a little note there that basically says, Bill, I hate your guts. I always have. I hated living with you. You said that leaving this place would probably get me killed, but I'd rather be killed or than to live another day with you. And you're like, wow, that's pretty intense, pretty cold, bro, like pretty cold. And you can tell Bill's like, oof, that sucks, but whatever. Also, fun fact, Bill lived in the uh, second story of a church, actually. That was where he lived. But that's neither here nor there. I don't really care about that. Um, and then they put the battery in this truck, in the same truck that's at the end of episode three in this. And they have to push start it. So Ellie's got to sit there and try to like get it started while they're pushing this truck and while they're pushing the truck, Bill and Joel are having to fight off infected. Then they get it started and they leave. And then Bill goes off somewhere else and he's off killing zombies living in Bill Town still. So Bill lives. So there's a lot more action in this section of the game. And uh, Bill is basically when they first introduced Bill in episode three, he's like, there it is. This is exactly what it is. Ron Swanson being Ron Swanson in the apocalypse. This is going to be awesome. Gun-toting, libertarian, uh, conspiracy theorist who was right the whole time. It's, it's great. I loved the setup. And then they introduce Frank. And now apparently, so in the vehicle on their way, uh, once they leave in the game, she, Ellie finds like basically a magazine of like gay pornography. And she's like, what is this all about? And Joel's like, stop, put that away. <laughs> um, like any decent human being would do. And, uh, so there, the fans have said for a while, apparently I only found this out recently that Bill was gay. Uh, but he secretly, he was like closeted gay. Um, and, uh, and of course in this, they make him outright gay. And I honestly, I never even put that together with him and Frank, because when he said my partner, I wasn't thinking like gay partner. I was thinking our, our like Brian and I, uh, do the church split together. You know, he's my partner in this, not like, you know, that. So anyway, um, that's not what you get in this. What you get is straight up an introduction where Joel explains how the infection took place, which is apparently now this time in foods because they got rid of the spores thing. So they had to explain it somehow. And he tries to like kind of father her a little bit where he's like, hey, don't look at those skeletons. Uh, there, there's something up there in their skeletons where basically the military just mowed down a bunch of people because they didn't know if they're infected or not. And they only had limited supplies. So dead people can't get infected. So we're going to kill these possibly probably completely innocent and completely non-infected people just to save everyone's skin. And then, um, so you see that Joel also goes to a stash. That was really cool. And I was really enjoying the episode that when they introduce Frank, uh, that they go back and show the story of Bill. And then when they introduce Frank, I was like, oh man, this is going to be it. This is going to be showing why Bill becomes so grumpy because this guy Frank's going to take advantage of his food and then he's going to, you know, try to kill him. So when Bill's like sitting there playing piano, you're, you're almost waiting the whole time. Like Frank's going to get him right now. What are you doing, Bill? And this is going to be why he doesn't trust anybody such a jerk. Nope, that doesn't happen. Instead, they make out. 
okay. And then I was like, all right, okay. So the Raiders are gonna come and they're going to kill Frank, which is gonna show why he hates the world and he's such a grump when Joel and Ellie come. That also doesn't happen. Instead, you get like an hour long gay romance. That's what this is. This is broke back zombies, okay? <laughs> this is broke back apocalypse. That's what this is. And so the, and I mean, I can't tell you much. I was just skipping through it because I am seeing glowing reviews of this episode and I don't know how that's a thing. And actually, I do know how it's a thing. It's because right now, if anything's LGBTQ, that suddenly it's awesome, it's beautiful, it's brave. And I'm not going to lie, like the acting's really good. The guy who plays Frank and, of course, Nick Offerman uh, as, as Bill is a perfect casting choice. The acting is fine. It's good. It's great. It's just the story of it itself is obnoxious. Because here's the other thing. The ending one, they both, so what you, so... I don't know, Frank gets ALS um, as they're living together and or something, some sort of degenerative disease. And Bill and Frank eventually goes, I don't want to live anymore. Uh, so this is going to be my last day. So you're going to put this uh, in my drink at the end and I'm going to die in your arms, you know, uh, broke back notebook style. So and uh, so Bill does that. He but instead, Bill also chooses to kill himself, too, because he didn't want doesn't want to live another day without his husband. So they. He killed, so it's a murder-suicide. So the whole point of this show, is this part of the show is supposed to be like, oh, look at how tragic it is, the sanctity of life, and it's supposed to make you think of love and life and all that. Basically, at the end, is like, yeah, so euthanasia is cool, right? And then at the same time, like, yeah, murder-suicide, that's cool. And instantly, it just, it, that's turned me off to the whole thing. And then Ellie doesn't even meet Bill, and Bill and her in the game, there was like some tension there, and it was a lot of fun to listen to those two banter back and forth, and you don't get that here. And so, and now before everyone gets all mad at me because they're like, well, the only reason why you don't like it is because it's about a gay couple. Um, yes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes and no. Yes, it is because you cannot tell me in any way, shape, or form that if this was, if Bill was outright, straight up heterosexual in the game, uh, that this episode would even take place. But because of this whole thing of partner and Frank and then possibly like the gay porn thing. So maybe he was homosexual. And apparently, apparently it's overwhelming majority of the fans believe he was. I didn't know that until I looked it up. I was like, what? Bill Gay? What are you talking about? Uh, maybe I just didn't put two and two together. But remember, I wasn't hardcore into the games. I just enjoyed it and played through it like once. And now recently I played through it twice. So then... Um, but you can't tell me that, that you wouldn't have an hour-long episode if it was just heterosexual. Even so... Even if heterosexual, homosexual, doesn't matter. This episode, no matter which way you put it, was trash, in my opinion. It was horrible. And there's one reason why. The Last of Us is about Joel and Ellie. Ellie learning to find a father figure and then fight and fight and save one another. And Joel learning how to be a human again and not be like Bill at the beginning of the game, but instead become a full-fledged human being and look at Ellie as his daughter and do some crazy stuff in order to save her. In order to, and there's a parts where she saves him, he saves her, and there's this great relationship that they build. I just replayed the game, and I am genuinely still so impressed after playing through. I was like, this game has great character development. And it's because the entire time, you never leave Joel and Ellie's side. You watch everything through Joel and Ellie's eyes. And to have a nine-episode, so the game is about ten hours, roughly, when I played through it. To have nine episodes, about hour each, 
And to waste an entire episode on a side character of the game that barely plays any part of the plot besides to show how crappy Joel can be in the future and to show how desperate some people are to survive is a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of time. It's not just because of a homosexual relationship, although this definitely was like a shoehorning of the agenda, which is also frustrating because it's like, look, everyone already knows Ellie's a lesbian, but you know what's funny? If you play through the entire game, that's never talked about. That's never hinted to. Nobody cares. And they reveal it later, but nobody cared because they cared about Ellie again as a character, as a human being, as a, as a girl who was trying to survive the apocalypse. And you cared about her. Despite, and then when you find out about her sexuality, you almost like, as a Christian even, I was like, okay, because her character is such a good, well-written character. And that's what's funny is that people don't seem to understand that. And I know that this was a, these were well-written characters, you could say, but I still found it weird that you would try to like, that you're taking like this hardcore libertarian, like gun-toting, whatever, and making it that because I'm like, that's. That doesn't happen really in real life. Usually those types are some <laughs> are like the exact opposite of that. Uh, so anyway, but the point is that I think this episode was terrible. I think this it actually, I was loving the first two episodes because they were so faithful to the game. The things they changed made sense. You know, Tess doesn't die by soldiers. She dies by infected. That makes sense because you're already in a city full of infected. Let's not worry about bringing the armies, you know, the army in and all that stuff. That doesn't need to happen. I was okay with the changes that took place. Because it made sense in a show when you're trying to keep the main thing the main thing. You're more limited, which is fine. But once you change, when you're like, you know what, because of the whatever is trendy now, whatever is pandering now, we need to have a whole episode about that and completely ignore our main characters. That's a problem. That's a huge problem to me because Ellie and Joel in this show actually are really good and I want more of them. But again, it was a big waste of time to watch one episode that distracted so much from that, especially just to check a box, which is what it felt like. It was like, oh, of course, because we, of all the people that survived the zombie apocalypse, there's this many that are all happen to be LGBT. Okay. I just, especially because I know some of the characters in the next game, where what goes, what happens there. It's just... There's a certain point of suspension of disbelief you can buy into in a show or a video game. And I remember when The Last of Us 2 made the one kid that was trans, when that happened in, in The Last of Us 2, I was like, really? That's what we're going to deal with in uh, The Last of Us? Like in, in the zombie apocalypse? That feels a little shoehorned. I remember that one kind of suspended my disbelief. But this one jarred me even more than that just because it was so over the top. And so focused in on it. So um, the Perseverance of the Saints now uh, appears to have completely gone into conditional security and lost its salvation. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, the rest of the show, I do not have high hopes for anymore. I feel like they were faithful to the source material very strongly for the first two episodes. And now it very well could be, yeah, we were faithful for the first two episodes. So that way we could grab audiences. But really, then we just decided to make our own whatever and do whatever we wanted. And a lot of people are defending this, saying it's the greatest thing since sliced bread and saying the acting was beautiful. Yeah, the acting was They're like, oh, the story was such a beautiful love story. Tragic. I was crying so much. Yeah, it was. There was tragedy to it. But at the same time, the tragedy... <laughs> was supposed to be about the loss of life while you're also glorifying euthanasia and like a murder suicide. So it kind of um, it kind of fell flat for me on that in that department. So seeing people praise it and honestly I don't understand why. 
I actually literally started clicking through parts of the episode just to get through some scenes just because it was just, I was like, come on, get to the part. I know Bill, like this isn't the Bill in the game that, and then of course he just, they just die. And I feel like it could have been really, really, really cool to have Nick Offerman playing Bill with the game source material. That would have been awesome. You could even hinted that he was gay or just like they did in the game, apparently. Or you could even have him say it. I don't care. Just you, you distracted us from the Joel and Ellie situation. And that was a problem. And in nine episodes, it was a waste. So anyway, with that being said, those are my thoughts. Um, I'm not going to get discussed biblical sexuality here because I think that's very clear in scripture. Uh, uh, clearly, that's it's not something that's endorsed by scripture. So as Christians, obviously, that's an issue. Um, I, As a pro-life person and not a pro-euthanasia person, I took issue with some of that as well. But you know what? I can get... I, I understand that the world is the world and the world is going to be okay with sin, sin and things I'm not okay with. And also sometimes TV shows aren't supposed to show perfect morality. They're supposed to show sometimes immorality. In fact, that's what makes most shows interesting is that you have good people and versus evil people and conflicted people. Like that's what makes it interesting that you have people doing, doing that, which is morally wrong, but meaning well, that, which is that people who are meaning well, who are doing that, which is morally wrong. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. That's part of character growth. That's part of, storytelling. I'm cool with that. My problem is not as much that as it was a complete delineation from the source material, making something your own for clear pandering, and then distracting us from the main characters. And even the character you built up to delineate from the path, you killed off. So it was a big waste of time anyway. It's not like you even, you know, kept him around for him to stick around in the show. You just killed him. So again, waste of time. So like I said before, at the very beginning, uh, don't worry about this episode. It was trash. If you want to stop watching The Last of Us, I totally understand. I'll probably see where this train wreck goes and if they completely crash the train or if they somehow can keep the boat afloat. Anyhow, those are my thoughts, guys. Uh, let me know what you think about the episode down below. And otherwise, I will talk to you soon. Take care and God bless. Are you armed? No. Why did you take that long to answer? <laughs>